Hello everyone. My name is Saliha Wazirzada. I'm a filmmaker on a spiritual journey. In these podcasts, I will be talking to people from various industries, backgrounds, and experiences. And together with you, we will dig deeper into their spiritual connection with their own being or with their own soul. We'll be sharing stories of people from various backgrounds by plunging deeper into their soul connection and get them up close and personal so they can feel comfortable to share their inner stories. Furthermore, the idea is to have a soul reconnection space where people can understand the common thread binding all humanity for we are spiritual beings first. Welcome to the 26th episode of the Untold Story Told. Today we're joined in by Amar Akhtar. Amar is an entrepreneur based in UAE since 2007 and has formed several successful initiatives since then mostly inclined towards mobility and technology. Amar is the founder and the CEO of Final Rentals which is the largest car rental marketplace in the UAE. He has also won the Best Digital Business of the Year 2018 award. Amar is also a podcaster. He has a podcasting station by the name of The Story Heroes. And today on the Untold Story Told podcast, we will be collaborating with The Story Heroes and bringing you forward a collaboration. So sit back, relax, and get to hear from Amar Akhtar. So Sally it's a pleasure really you know getting in touch with you and finally we are doing this you know podcast together it's like a collab right between your podcast and and you know my podcast so there's something very interesting about your profile that you know you talk a lot about self love and you know soul coaching right uh, i'm sure a lot of people you know they have heard about business coaching uh, how to speak you know public speaking coaching and, and and there are so many you know you know other coaching you know mechanisms but i have never heard about this you know self love and you know soul coaching so so how does that work and how did you come up with this idea well uh firstly thank you amar uh for that little introduction and getting into what i really want to talk about and um also i'm really grateful that we are here together because uh, just so that the listeners and the viewers know that we have been trying to collaborate and get yes. to this point so we could talk to you guys about ourselves and so here we are and let's get straight into that question and so we can kick start this podcast with amar here uh let's uh, talk about self coach uh, self love and soul coaching so i think um if i could just explain it in a in a nutshell ama what what uh, soul coaching is is just it's it's life coaching but it's more centered around how your heart is doing how you're doing within what your inner calling is what your inner purpose is so it really works at the power within you as the human that you are rather than just going over the surface of like what the actual issue is we go deeper within the person's power of realizing within them that what 
is lacking. So I think it's just to do, in, in, as I said, in a nutshell, we, we in our daily lives, we go through our lives and we don't realize that, you know, we are lacking within us this connection within. And as ancient humans, we were always very connected within, right? So a lot of these places where we find we're not growing, whether it's our workplace or our home or wherever, we find that I don't think that I can do my best. It always comes back to your soul and we all have a soul and we all very connected. So I think for me personally, getting there to the core of how a person is, it all requires self-love first and that's how the journey begins and that's how I can say. Right, that is very, very interesting because, because in few of my talks, I have always you know, spoken about understanding how awesome it is to be you because sometimes we forget mm -hmm. this that you know how awesome it is and how blessed we are you know at times so so Salia, there must be a moment when you thought okay this concept is something that you can actually talk about and you can actually help people you know in mm -hmm. this journey of self-love and uh, you know finding their own let's say you know uh, talking yes. within their self and finding their soul so when was the mo moment when you thought about this whole concept and then you said you know what i'm gonna coach people i'm gonna help people what was the moment, you know, when you feel this is a moment, I have to do this? It was this year, actually. And it was during COVID when it newly hit us. And um, I always had this feeling um, all my life that I had a bit of an intuitive personality where I could understand uh, people at a deeper level. I could be there for my friends. Um, and then I did realize that I was always there for others, but I never really made the journey uh, for my own self. Right. And so I went on a self-love journey. A few, a, knee, a few knee jerking experiences got me to a place where I was spiritually awakened. And then I went on the self-love journey. And then I realized when I embraced the power within me as in give the same love and affection and care that I give to the other people in my life and use my intuition for myself, I realized my power within, my purpose. And the purpose was very clear to me that I have to be in some way, be there for other human beings. And communication was a big thing for me. Uh, and so I went along the way of searching within me and I found soul coaching as something that connected deeply, deeply within. And here I am. Right. That's that's very interesting that you have said that you started this or you had this moment during the COVID times when we were in the lockdown and uh, and and, yes. and there's a news that people are depressed, the the stress level is in a, is on the rise and there's this uh, hmm. domestic violence increasing and people are just you know getting frustrated. So so now you have been coaching I'm sure a lot of people and I would assume it is mostly online, right? So hmm. so how do people actually you know find you and how do you you know coach them how how it starts for someone who's looking for you know you know this kind of healing i would say the way i operate is all online so anyone globally can reach out to me and if you just have to put it like that other than that it's as easy as just sending me a message on my instagram which is the growing space where i'm yes. growing as a soul coach it is, yes. it is a very uh, uh, interesting space for coaches 
uh, Instagram and you would find a lot of coaches there and everyone is healing. And the most interesting fact that I would say, uh, Amar, is that during COVID, there has been a huge splurge of uh, people who need the healing and people who are ready to give the healing. So those people who didn't believe too much in themselves that they could give that healing, they have stood up. And the people who did not know how to ask for the healing have reached out like desperation. So there has been a huge connection here because of all people realizing that we, we, you know, as I said before, um, our conscious brain is always acting and we're doing what we're doing, but we don't give any attention to our subconscious programming. And so that's what the, all these coaches are doing. They're working at the subconscious level with all these people. And that's what I do too. There's a lot of brain work in there too. And so what we do is we help people realize the power within them by going to the subconscious brain and getting them into it. So yeah, so Instagram is where I am. And um, yeah, I, I believe that it's been so interesting during COVID that everyone can uh, just work online. And so the availability of a service or a product is not just based on one area, it is global now and anyone can um, get it. Yes, I told. I totally understand that. And I think this online mm. coaching is something that is, you know, it doesn't have any boundaries and, any, and, you know, it is possible that you can do it everywhere worldwide and people can actually reach you. And like you said, there are mm. so many coaches now out there who are, uh, I will use the word claiming that they can coach about this, about yeah. that. And I've mm. come across many coaches who actually have no prior let's experience of let's say business coaching or let's yeah. say you know, public speaking. So, Salia, yeah. how one can, let's say, you know, differentiate between the, the authenticity here? So there are so many coaches, you know, you know, the imposter syndrome. So there's so yeah. many, you know, coaches yeah. who, who try to yes. fake it, right? Yeah. I've seen your profile. Yeah. You do a lot of work every single mm-hmm. day. You put in a lot of hours into this. Mm-hmm. But there are so many people out there who might not be the word I will use here, real, for example, for that subject matter so how one can you know differentiate if if i'm the user and i'm, I'm looking for guidance mentorship coaching uh, healing for example how i can differentiate between this the real and, and 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 the not so real thing i completely understand where this is coming from and i have uh, come across people saying the same thing you know um, and I actually get coached with a coach too who is a soul coach and she is helping me shape uh, myself so uh, in our conversations we have come across this kind of a conversation which you've said as well that there are few people out there who yeah. are really not uh, you know the real coaches and they are behaving as the coaches or they're just there for not the actual purpose that's from within yes all i can say from that space amar is that in any sector in any trade in any uh, kind of industry i think there are always a handful of people who yes. are not there for uh, connected to the intention or the purpose or the vision of the business or they're not connected uh, to the uh, same goals that that business or that company or that industry has and so it's uh, what as a soul coach what you become what it gets you to realize is that you will face all kinds of people in this life and that you so this is the same thing I tell my clients also so before choosing me I say this thing to them as well it's not just coming from me as a coach because 
and also I'm a human being too. So this is how yeah. I operate. So I say to the other person, I, I don't come from a place of advice. I come from a place of this is what I do. If it works for you, well and good. So what works for me is that wherever you go, you will face all kinds of people, people with high egos, people who are not connected within, people who will say bad things to you or create problems for you. All you need to do is be so centered within that you have done your work within, which is always being positive, always being grateful and always coming from a space of knowing that all that matters is that what you think of you, right? And so all those energies around you who are not meant for you will eventually show in some way that you will know that this is right or this is wrong for me. So you come to this really connected energy space when within my work frame where anyone can realize that with just feeling the energy within themselves that I like this person or I don't like this person. And then you don't have to go and tell them, I don't like you or yeah. you know I don't want you as my coach. You can just feel the energy and go towards who you feel. So with choosing a coach in simple words, Go with the energy within you. If you feel deep within that there's even a little bit of doubt, don't go with that coach. But if deep within you feel this connection, this need, this alignment, for most of these clients, I felt that they feel this alignment. It's like I wasn't ready when I was in my 30s. I wasn't ready in my 40s. And when I turned 50, I had to be in the situation where I had to find a coach like you. And I was like, I didn't, I wasn't preaching the same message all these years. And now I'm preaching that message now. So that alignment happens. So the idea is the authentic ones will always be saying, um, they'll be coming on Instagram, showing up, telling uh, more and more about their real stories, sharing their hearts, intense every single day on Instagram. That's what I do. That's what all the other good coaches do. And that's the whole idea of authenticity, as you were mentioning, Amar. We have to, as coaches, every day show up and say, especially in this online world, and say, this is me. This is what I do. It might sound to another person like, why do you do this every day? But it's the very fact of this authentic, uh, being authentic, right? For you don't know which human being out there at what time connects and gets that yeah. message on another day, right? That's right. So yeah. a lot can be said about here, Amar. Um, and I think your, what you do, Amar, I think um, this is a great question because it connects me to what you do as well. You are a speaker amongst all other things. So you do understand the power of opening up your, as we say, the throat chakra in our energy mm -hmm. space. It's so important to voice out how you need to deliver that message to the other person and connect with them in that communicative space. So could you tell us, Amar, a bit about yourself as a speaker, as, as a, as a co-founder, sorry, as a CEO of the uh, Final Rentals Company? And tell us a bit more about you, Amar. Right. So, so born and raised, you know, in Pakistan and then moved to the UAE. Uh, I've spent, you know, I always you know, divide my life into two parts. The first part is the introvert part because I'm a tech guy, right? So, so for the yes. first 11 years, I've been a super introvert, you know, working in my incubator, not coming out and just working, you know, like crazy. And then what happened uh, when I, you know, when I was working, you know, as an, intro, as an entrepreneur uh, in the tech world, I actually mm -hmm. went to one, one event in 2017 in November, right? Where they invited me as a speaker. And I was like, Oh my God, I have to now speak in front of the people. 
uh, and I was like, okay, you know what, let's, let's do this. So that was the first time when I was mic'd up and I was on the stage. Okay. And I didn't know what to do because I'm, because I had no idea what to do. Right. I actually mm-hmm. did not go to the stage. I was speaking <laughs> on the ground at the same level as the audience because I did not know what to, what to do. Right. And then I started speaking and I realized one thing, the moment mm-hmm. I started speaking, the introvert inside me takes a backseat and mm-hmm. something changes, something changed. And I was impromptu and I was just talking my heart out. I was nervous, shivering, but I was mm-hmm. talking nonstop. Mm-hmm. And I had no problem with that. And after the mm-hmm. session was done, we had the lunch break and people came to me and they were like, man, we had goosebumps. I mean, we were shaking, you know, with your presentation because <laughs> it was so natural. It, it didn't come out of the PPTs. And then mm-hmm. I realized, man, this is something I want to do. So, so fast forward till now, I've spoken, uh, you know, at many different spa- you know, stages, uh, 50 plus, uh, you know, presentations online, uh, more than 100 presentations in real, in real world, uh, audience sizes are from 100 to 1000. And uh, it, it's worldwide. And I realized one thing that if you're honest with what you're talking about, if you're honest with the subject, uh-huh. and you know exactly what you're talking about, and you're ready to uh-huh. say, I don't know about this, if, if there's a question that uh-huh. you don't know, say, I don't know. I mean, we're not Superman, right? Uh, not mm-hmm. supposed to know everything, right? So that's how, even Superman, you know, does, you know, doesn't. <laughs> so, so, mm-hmm. so the thing is, that really made me comfortable in this zone, and I, and so far it has been really good. This is something that I, I discovered from, from inside, that mm-hmm. hey, I had this thing about about putting something into into perspective, or what yes. we do into you know into into perspective, and then the speaking you know got converted, or let's say elevated into into mentoring. I've been mentoring a lot of startups. You know, we check out the business plans, the the the, the tech stack, and judging mm-hmm. different competitions. So it has really grown into this. You know, branch out into this uh, mentoring and uh, you know judging the startups. Uh, as an entrepreneur, I was always an entrepreneur since 2005. I have my own business, don't have a CV, mm-hmm. and uh, while I was working in tech industry, especially for car rentals, uh, mm-hmm. my love for cars actually grew. And then my love for customer service grew also because I could see the pain points of the customers when they rent a car. So mm-hmm. after working for almost 11 years with companies like Budget, Thrifty, Europe Car, National Alamo, all these companies, I founded uh, Final Rentals in December 2017. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so far, it has been a great journey of just being honest. We are a very honest brand. We are very honest mm-hmm. about things. If we, if, yeah. we, if we screw it up, we say we screwed up. We're sorry. What we can do for you. Please tell me what you want, right? And we are just very honest. And I think that honesty has really been our USP. That's it. That's it. If you connect with the human element, uh, we all are, we all have it. And I think anyone would be okay if you are honest, you know, it's it's just coming from that space of, as you said before, of being authentic. And that shows, that just shows, as you said, like we operate authentically and we believe in honesty and that has become your brand, that has become your patent, that has become what you are. So yeah. now you've done it so many times that you are known for that, um, you know, that you are ethical, that you have that, uh, you have that way of uh, reflecting to others. So h- how would you say that, how hard it is to be an entrepreneur in this field that you are in it is very difficult uh, first of all it's very difficult you know to be an entrepreneur from the word go mm-hmm. right and it is even more difficult to be the expat entrepreneur 
because mm. we come out of our countries and we try to make a living right in a different yeah. country you know with different laws different people with mm. ever changing environment and especially dubai is a place where people change every single day new people come with with a dubai dream and yeah. a lot of people are going back and they're like oh this place is not for me by the way you know and then new yeah. people come in so it's very difficult it has been a long journey of uh, you know sleeping in the gardens eating a hot dog a day to to driving my bmw and 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 having mm-hmm. a better better life social you know social economical uh, you know paradigm shift so it has been a, a a very long journey but one thing that i'm very proud of not not the numbers not the money i think in 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 all these ups and downs i have been uh, very sincere to the cause like what whatever we do we do it very sincerely we do it with the honest you know attempt uh, you know to to create something better and every single day we make a better product our product is you know improving day by day and i'm very happy about it this whole journey you know makes me very happy this is so important mark because you are come from a place of leadership and i can understand there are a lot of people depending on you on your voice of what you say your final word and if you come from the space of understanding them as the human they are it, it will help you grow and it, this is it this is the new world uh, we are living in now too i mean post covid i feel a lot of companies will have to change their structure and their way of being and the way of like that whole hierarchy system of like you know uh, and the whole thing about you know follow me otherwise you know you get fired kind of of attitudes and uh, also the way other companies deal with one company just to you know yes. not really be truthful in that way like you can be honest company but the other company is not like not you know yes. uh following that kind of a vision so yes. that is also a learning curve now i in my podcast what i tend to do is ask a question which i'm going to be asking you now amar and mm-hmm. this might take you down memory lane Right. And this is uh to do with if we want to to go to the 10 year old or let's say the 12 year old Amar. Were you always so pumped up to always look at the brightest side of things and come out of the most weirdest hardest situations that life presented you? Were you always like that? So I still remember that 12 years you know old me, right? So so how how I was because my name starts with a and my last name is also a amar akhtar right so i was used to sit right in front of in front in the class so the front, <laughs> right yeah. and the guy who I has to, to envy the and the guy who the has to make sure that he does the homework right imagine you know pakistani schools they check every day it's a, it's a, it's a strict strict you know thing yes. and and i'm yes. the eldest we are seven siblings i'm the eldest right mm. while father was away you know making a living uh, and we you know we lived with the mom right so mm-hmm. i was this guy who always sort of understood one thing that okay i'm not going to do anything mm. ordinary out of this life i'm sure i'm going to do yes. something i didn't know what i'm i'm going to do honestly i, I didn't know what it was mm-hmm. but i always knew that there is something that i'm going to bring to the table right uh, i still remember you know uh, meeting uh, benazir bhutto the prime minister so it was so it was a wedding reception of my cousin right and mm-hmm. uh, she came to the reception and uh, and Yeah. And and I was there and she just took me you know in her lap and she she said what's your name I said Amar oh very good name what are you going to do when you grow up I said I'm going to become a prime minister so 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 so, so I still remember you know the the little yeah. old me yeah. and yeah. all those memories so yeah I I always knew something in that you know this is something that I'm going to do right that that will help us come out of poverty that will help us 
you know become mm-hmm. a better family but i didn't know what it was until until i was 22 and i when i you know when i moved to dubai i found my purpose that was being an mm-hmm. entrepreneur mm-hmm. beautiful beautiful like do you think uh, having role models around you while you're growing up somebody who's doing something similar to what your purpose is today um, did that help you uh, or did you have anybody so until i had my first internship right until i had my first internship in microsoft i honestly didn't know much about let's say the people i knew about the yeah. brands like google yahoo that time of course you know very mm-hmm. big mm-hmm. i used to envy those brands microsoft wow bill gates bill gates yeah. was was you know was was known by all right in pakistan not not steve jobs so much of course that time in 1990s mm-hmm. right early mm-hmm. 90s so he yeah. was always this role model low oh, man you want to become bill gates if if you're a tech guy and then when i started yeah. my internship my first boss he was from uh, upen ivy league university you know upen university of pennsylvania watson school of business he coached me a lot he told me what the word entrepreneur means and how it spells and then he told me oh you're not born to become an engineer you'll be an, you know you'll end up coding you know coding all your life no you are born to become an entrepreneur so mm-hmm. he used to throw me in the fire go this meeting you will head the meeting imagine mm-hmm. a 20 years old guy and he's like he's supposed to lead the meeting what's mm-hmm. going on here right and today when i realize all those things i'm like oh thank you so very much you know for all those moments because mm-hmm. because they really helped me out and even today if you ask me i think he is the role model that i have not steve jobs not not bill gates because he is mm. he was my first boss the first guy i reported to as an intern mm. right and the mm. coaching that he provided was is still today i think it's is priceless they don't teach mm. you all this in in universities right they don't right yeah. and i think that is something mm. that is still i learned from that still there are so many so many so many elements there that i take the feather out and i'm like okay today this is what i learned from that thing mm-hmm. that i had like 15 years ago imagine right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. He, he was he, he was a person that that really you know let's say the word i would use you know polished me as a as a guy coming out of this you know poverty you know family system coming out of it and he said don't worry about it there, there's so much to learn out there and you know there's so much to know about the world so yeah mm-hmm. and i mean i think that really helps and that's why i tell all the guys you know who come to me as an intern the guys mm-hmm. who are doing something starting i tell them learn from you know when you are having your first job try to learn mm-hmm. as much as possible it might be hostile yeah. environment environment it, mm-hmm. it might not be as comfortable as as i had thanks to god but learn as much as you can and today you have this information resource out there there's udemy there's youtube just learn yeah, whatever you so want much, isn't it Exactly. They have so much these days. We didn't have like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were so dependent on schooling and everything for it, and uh, for that information to come to us. And when you get role models like that, when you get people like that in your life, you just hang on to them. Like you're like, I just want to stay with you. I want to know more and more because I think those were the uh, you know places where we got our that deeper insight kind of knowledge that we wanted all the bits within us to come to a closure like what is all of this you know need to be somebody but i don't know who it is and yes there's bill gates and but what's the middle like where can i start yeah. can i be so those kind of people they look at you and they say yes you can be you know the world is your oyster you know those kind of things so i think that's what you would be applying to uh, that kind of vision of how to be and take care of other people firstly i think i i understand three things about you right now through your story is one that 
being the eldest of seven, mm -hmm. then having this, uh, you know, this, this ability to be in like techie things and mm -hmm. then finding a role model and then wanting to ask him questions without, you know, because even asking questions is a big thing that you as a kid knew that you're supposed to ask the, those questions. You had no hesitation. If you yeah. never asked those questions, he would have never answered those questions. I never found that spark within you if you never put up your hand. So good on you, that little you that stood up. And now you're applying the same kind of ideas with your people now, the company that you lead, the people that you lead, the speakers, that's why the speaking spaces that you go to and the people you talk to, because you've always been carrying a number of people together with this vision because it that one human being helped you with that kind of vision, right? Absolutely. And and you know, it's it's so crazy that how long it can go, right? something that I have done like 15 years ago, I still can learn from that. So I just try to make sure that people who work with me in the organization, we, we have this thing called, where we allow people to speak. So we have the speaking, even within within ourselves, mostly we have yes. you know, remote teams, but you know, people, yeah. you know, I just want to break the ice. You can yeah. talk about anything that, oh, I love my cat so much. Why do you do that? Please tell us mm. more about it. Even, even, even such topics, but just trying to break mm. the ice and trying to, you know, uh, coach people if, if I can, because the thing is, I always believe that, le you know, legacy is not something, you know, leaving millions for the people to spend after you die. Legacy is something that you leave inside people. So, so you know, they have this thing inside them. So even when you're yeah. not there anymore, they, they can use those things. They can use those, those elements. If they have learned something from you, they can take it forward because money will end, end someday. But when you learn something, it, it is, it is for the lifetime and you can give it to, to other people as well. That's true. That's true. And as you say on your Instagram, it says working hard to make this world a better place. So it's beautiful. Like, you know, it's like this, uh, you have all this, like you're CEO of final uh, rentals and you, you have this ability to go around the spaces and you speak and you're all these entrepreneur, but at the same time to remember, always to remind yourself that about that global human footprint that you're leaving behind right it's beautiful to remember that and if you lead a team like that that's wonderful and that comes back to soul coaching as well uh, it's the same kind similar kind of a vision if you're connected with your soul you would be applying that to whatever field whether it's music whether it's any other kind of art or it's just you know what you're doing in your business it's if you a person understands the human calling within themselves they know that any obstacle, anything they face, they will face it because they know within themselves the power of positivity, of always carrying people forward and that don't give up, that when it's the most dire circumstance, yeah, exactly. that is where you are learning the most. It's just about switching from saying, oh my God, this is all happening to me or going into this, I'm the observer and I'm going to look at what I'm learning from here, isn't it? No, no, absolutely. You're you are 100% right. And, and I think... Yeah. Sometimes you, you need that, that push, right? As an, yeah. as an entrepreneur, and I would say any person. And, and you know, I have always, you know, had this, this mantra mm -hmm. that, I, that I always tell my people that entrepreneurship is not about owning a business. Yeah. Please don't get into that trap that if I own a business, I'm an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Even a guy yeah. who makes coffee for you in the office and makes you happy yeah. is an entrepreneur. Right? Yeah. Anybody can be yeah. an entrepreneur and think and have their entrepreneurial thinking, you know, the high impact thinking. Yes. That yes. one impact I leave for the world. I think that thinking is the entrepreneurial thinking. Otherwise, we all are nothing but businessmen. 
run the business yes. you know that's it 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 is it is that little thing that you have this you know in you that makes you the you know this entrepreneur and that little thing is very hard to obtain let me just mm-hmm. be very very honest with you another mm-hmm. thing that, is, that that i see in entrepreneurs or let's say businesses is that we hire young smart amazing people who are fresh out of the university they they have this hunger to learn what we do as business business leaders we hire them and we kill them we kill mm. their creativity we kill their desire to learn because we just act like a boss uptight mm. you know boss or oh, do this you know mechanical 9 to 5 boom thank you very much it's done what i have done in final rentals is we do not have any concept of attendance there's no concept of time here check in check out we don't have you can have a lunch break as long as you like i honestly don't care what time you come in and what time you go out it's your company we don't have a concept of pay cut there's no salary cut here you come or you don't come right it's your company and mm-hmm. you are the entrepreneur of your own job so your your department you are the entrepreneur so in my organization everybody is an entrepreneur and it's our organization right i think that's mm-hmm. where we can build you know a better workplace why i say making the world a better place because let's be honest we spend every 60% of our time of our life at workplace Yes. And when we go back to home, we always have those, those you know, those uh, let's say, stress-making thoughts that oh, I didn't do that. Oh, I, I should have done that. Oh shit! We are still at workplace, by the way. Mm. Maybe not physically. Mm. Let's just be honest. Mm. So work mm. is actually ruling our life. So why not make it a better place to live then? Yes. Yes, that's it. And I think if we all can bring within our hearts this this ability to think that we all can affect. each other just by thinking this way you know you're working in your space i'm working in my own but i think as a collective as a human collective even if in our thoughts when we're sitting alone with ourselves and we have this good thought like you know as a, you said as an entrepreneur you're thinking about how to keep on keep on evolving and keep on you know because you, your ideas might be shifting and changing and growing and growing it doesn't like stay like this is all yes. vision and <laughs> we follow this right and then you would be a businessman then if you were doing that you would be Absolutely. that boss you would be like listen to me and that kind of guy but you're not so just to have that idea of knowing that we are evolving together and that you know i think your thinking would have helped really uh would have helped your people a lot because during covid your ideas were already very malleable and very changeable and very flexible so they they wouldn't be having the same issues that other friends might be facing in their workplaces right yeah and you know you'll be shocked to know that during covid we had zero salary cuts no no modifications in the payment no modifications mm. in the team size we actually grew in covid actually i i hired a couple of more guys in covid i didn't find any right mm. and we had no changes in in how we work right yeah this was down 98% because locations are closed for car rentals we didn't do any modifications we even grew f- further and you know how come you know how it, how it happens because all my people you know used to come to me and say oh we got to do more ads let's do more ads let's do more ads let's spend on ads i told them guys let's be more leaner and more organic we'll get organic mm-hmm. traffic because mm-hmm. i'm working for you i'm working mm-hmm. for you i'm securing this thing for you right so when mm-hmm. covid happened and we didn't do anything and we 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 had no you know layoffs we even hired more so a lot of people in my company they're like oh shit how on earth you know you, you know you knew about this i'm like yeah because i am working for you 24/7 so don't yeah. worry you are in a secure zone don't worry about it let's just do some you know so, something awesome every single day so i think 
our organization uh, has grown not just in size, not just in the number of transactions, but also has grown in 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 its character. So I see people mm-hmm. now they have this thing that man, I'm I'm working for the, for this organization where we have this character and we can grow further. So I think that drive you know has grown. So I I love that drive now you know in the people and you know we we are now actually onto some really awesome things you know when it comes to tech. Yeah, I think it's so important to put what you just said to put it out there because it's you'd rather have a human tribe that really feels feels emotionally feels connected to your ideas and the way you're doing things and connects with you as a CEO rather than just making people feel it, you know, making them um, follow things or like doing things by the clock because I will just tell you one thing because I I do a lot of this um, reading and learning on the power of emotions and how that just affects everything in our lives and I think if at emotional level these people who are with you they just naturally feel the inclination to work for this company then that's what it is that's how it should be I'll come back to what I'm trying to also say in terms of what I do as a soul coach. Now, if I wanted to expand, if I wanted to just get anyone to just be a part of my program, there are many ways you can pay for a lot of program. Uh, I mean, these ways of promoting yourself and you can, yes. I might even do that one day when I, you know, but right now where I am, I really, really believe that those who are meant for the coaching will come to you you just keep showing up in your authentic self if you do a whole program and nobody shows up even if they made inquiries it was not meant for them right but i would never dwell into the emotion of oh my god i ran this whole program but nobody joined it or i developed this system i and nobody because i'm in the beginning of my journey and i want everyone who joins this journey with me i want them to come from their heart space and i want them to come when they do really need the healing i cannot ask people that i can heal you come i will heal you you know i can't do that <laughs> those who need the healing they'll come to me and so what i have done in my space uh, amar is that i make sure i message the people who are in my list i get to know them anybody who joins me or like they connect with me i check their profiles i see who they are i say hello to them even the people who follow my stories every day i say hello to them thank you for following my stories so i create a little connection with my audience and it's like it's, i have about 600 people right now and i'm cool with it even when right. i had 100 i was cool with it because at least i do know who they are and i know what they're doing and they know what i'm doing and i keep in touch with them so i rather have a few who are mine as in who care about me genuinely and i care about them rather than just be in the emotion of want desire cannot have oh my god that person I I I'm not coming from that space so I'm so happy to be in that space and I'm glad to see that you are in that space too and we need more and more of this as a human collective. No no absolutely and I think we need to really you know put this you know forward that let's not be in you know in the number game rather you know we mm. should be you know in this you know game of quality and you know being honest with ourselves so imagine you know if someone has let's say 20000 let's say you know mm-hmm. list of list of 20k imagine and i don't know anybody in the 20k so what kind of value i'm creating nothing right 
So you have this, so you have 600 people and you know, yeah. you speak to them, you talk to them, you actually help yeah. them. How much value do you create? Oh my God. I mean, I cannot even calculate that because you cannot calculate mm. such things. Yeah. So I think that is no. something that you are doing really awesomely. And I really, really love, you know, what you put forward. I think that's a very strong message. I'm so grateful that, you know, for you and for myself as two people operating in our uh, spaces, I think it's all about, um, I would say it, it comes to a point in life where you finally start operating as the version of you, you always thought that you would be or even better than what you could imagine. And when you are sitting there, you realize that there was a time when you were not here, that you were down there. So once you've been through the opposite of where you are sitting right now, that is why you cherish where you're sitting on right now, like the chairs we're sitting on, we cherish that we're sitting here and we are, we are like the soul coach and the entrepreneur and the broadcasters that we are, is because we had faced the opposite emotion of all of this somewhere in our lives until you don't that is why that's why negative events are so important to understand not to forget but to understand from them is so important you know how some people and i've done it too you somehow say the past is dead you kill the past or something like that and i realize that serves no purpose i realize it's important to go into the past wherever that problem or whatever that trauma was where we all go through little things in our lives or big things in our lives I think none of us get spared in this life and the idea is to get back into those moments and say what did that human person when I was going through that what did I what was I voicing out at that point which I didn't voice out then and so when you realize the feelings that you didn't take care of then somehow like if a girl was going like I know a girl who was going through a very bad situation with her relationship and she was stuck in it and she never said a word but now that she's happy and she's outgoing and everything I ask her and I said she says I speak to my inner child and I tell her what did she want then and she wanted safety and she wanted to be loved so what she does now she keeps calling her in her child whenever she feels gloomy she says i love you and i and I, you're safe and and so it's so important to embrace those negative emotions to be happy in the moment and know that bad things can still happen but then at least you'll be at a more aware state you'll be programming yourself every day to stay so positive that when that negative comes you know how to behave in a slightly better way than you did in the past what do you think you know, I think that is something very, very important. You know, you know, like you said, that that girl was was talking to her inner child and and asking what exactly you know do you want? And and I think that answer is very important, right? The answer that comes yeah. out, right? And I think that can really, uh, you know, heal you know a lot of things. Maybe solve yeah. solve a lot of problems also, especially in the head, because sometimes we are just having you know dealing with a problem in the head, and that problem mm. might not be existing in the reality. Right, we are, mm. you know, sometimes we overthink either or we procrastinate. So yeah. I, think, I think I think it is very important to to you know strike a balance, you know, into you know into, you know into, into this. And I think what you what what you are doing, Salia, I think it's very very powerful also because when you are having that session with a person, let's say going through some kind of problem or some kind of a let's say mental block, I would I would say, I think you can mm. really you know help them out to come out of that that vicious circle or or of that ring where that, that negativity is, right? And when you come out of the ring, 
you can see the ring and say, oh, now I can see the problem. Because the problem is that we try to solve the problem being into that ring. We are still in, the, in that problem state and we try yeah. to solve within that. We just have to come out sometimes. Yeah. Problem, you just come out, come out and then say, oh, you know what? Oh, now I can see what's going on. Yeah. And you know, I'll, yeah. I'll sort it out. That coming yeah. out is something that is very, very important. It's so important, Amar, and that's why I preach meditation. And it's not just because I'm saying meditate, it's because when I do it, I realize that's the day, the day I started meditating, I started with 21 days in a row. And on day 21, I was a complete observer of my own life. Like wow. I was sitting down with myself and looking at all the chapters of my life. And Amazing. I was like, wow, that's why that person behaved like that, because I was behaving like this. And that's why this, this human did this. And like, rather than blaming the other people in life, you start looking within and like, uh, how was I reflecting myself? Yes. Who was I then? You're right. You know, because we get so caught up in our egos, Amar, is that then we don't ever, till we don't become that observer, we don't realize that a lot of everything in our lives is to do with our emotions. Yeah. Yes, it's to do with the mind, but at a very deep, deep level, we are, um, we're liquid love. And as I mm -hmm. always say, and there's a whole research about it. I, I'm tending to speak more about the brain in the coming days of my soul coaching because I realize people do need scientific um, you know, evidence for things, but there is truth in it. Uh, and that's what an embryo is when they are in a mother's uh, body. And then when we come out, we get bombarded with beliefs and ideas and things like, this is how you think, this is how you think. So, yes, we want to think, but our thoughts can be emotionally charged. So yes. we have to know what emotion is giving us value and what is not so we can grow in our respective fields. No, oh, absolutely. And I think yeah. that's where, you know, someone like you can, can add so much value because the problem is a lot of people, they really do not understand how they can think better. You know, this mm -hmm. improvement of thinking, you know, you know, is required and, you know, as simple as possible, as simple as possible. If you want to, you know, decipher these, these things going on in your, in your head and they're, and they're, and they're making you stressed, for example, I think that's where someone like you can, you know, can add immense value. And I'm sure, um, you know, after, you know, hearing this, you know, podcast between us, whatever yes. we talk about, it's so funny because whatever we talk about is what actually we are doing. You know, this collaboration. Yes. This collaboration yes. is actually the, the, the crux, you know, that, yes. that you, know, how, you know, how we collaborated, like you are sitting in Oz, I'm here in the, you know, in the desert, you know, in the Gulf. <laughs> Imagine, you know, this connection. And, yeah. and connect on so many different levels. And I think this whole mm -hmm. collaboration mm -hmm. itself is the answer to, to what we do, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I think more and more of us should collaborate. I, uh, I'm glad that you threw that idea. And I will do something that I do in the end of the podcast that I do usually. And that's like pulling out a card for you, which is okay. called a power thought card. I don't oh, think wow. if you can see it clearly. Yeah. And what they, what they are is just... Um, because I am grateful for the fact that you are here present and that oh, you have, you, we are having this interesting conversation. I, I hope it brings value to everyone. And we hope, right, Amar, we hope to come again on a, part, on a podcast and be able to deliver more of these messages and get to know yes, each other a bit more yeah. uh, through this podcast and get people to um, uh, listen and hear about more topics that we bring forward but just to sum this one up uh, if you give me permission I yeah. will get pull out a card for you which is gratitude for this moment as we sit here today oh my god that will be really awesome please go ahead <laughs> yeah okay so this is a card uh, which will be a message for you if it resonates 
then you will hold on to this card. These are just positive affirmations, which have positivity in them. And they're by Louise Hay, who always talks about positivity. Look her up if anybody wants to learn about healing yourself and to know more about the power of positivity and how it helps us as human beings. So please, uh, universe, please give me a card for Amar and whatever message Amar Akhtar needs to hear today. Let's see. I'm not looking because it's a double-sided card. Okay. Sounds really Okay. So, okay. This is amazing. This has never come up before. I'll just read it to you, but this is just the illustration. Okay. Okay. Go beyond. And there's a back, there's okay. a back as well, but I'll just read. So just bear with me. It's a long message. Sure. It says, it is my mind that creates my experiences. I am unlimited in my own ability to create the good in my life. It is in my mind that creates my experiences. I'm unlimited in my own ability to create the good in my life. That's one side. And so over here it says, I now go beyond other people's fears and limitations. I now go beyond other people's fears and limitations. So wow, you've basically gone beyond message. You've gone beyond beyond your own fears and limitations. Now now it's your time to go beyond theirs. So wow. yay. <laughs> so That's I'll amazing. send you a picture of that oh, please so do. that you can read it please in your own do. time. Please do. That will be yes. you know a great gift I would say and and thank you for you know for for doing this. It it, it is something There's 64 cards. Really 64 cards. And wow. this is the probability that came for you. <laughs> wow, wow. Oh my God. That's, that's amazing. Really. Yes. Well, I'm so sorry. I don't have any such, you know, such ritual that, that you do, you know, at the end of podcast. So, <laughs> so, so I always so freak people out. Do, the only thing that yeah. I do is that I just thank them in my, you know, in my own way. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and, 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 you know, keeping as, as sim simple and, 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 you know, minimal as possible. It has been an honor, you know, you know, knowing more about you know, your story Same. and knowing about Same. exactly, you know, what you do. And I think what you're doing today is something that people will talk about down the line in a few years. And they say, you know what, today I am what I am is because I had this session with, with this lady, you know, with this girl. And, I, and you know, it was powerful. So we I'm, I'm never know, you know, how definitely. powerful the emotions are. And I think you are really doing something that that is so powerful and I I'm, and I can imagine loads of people you know needing this today because we're, we're going through this you know ups and downs of emotions yeah. ups and downs of economic situations ups and downs in, in the job or, or there's no job and the world is going through this paradigm shift that never has been in the last hundred years we need more people like you and we need more people like you I'm so grateful thank you for all those words I am grateful as well and I, I would really say that this has been a tremendous experience in terms of collaborating as well, because, you know, I ending the year on the note of doing something new with my podcasting too. So this is new. I like new. And uh, I'm glad uh, we were able to do this together. And I'm glad that it was powerful and that we both had a place today where we could talk about what we thought could bring value to others so amazing thank you so Great. much for having me same here thank you very much for having me also and thank you for all those amazing questions and if you would like to keep in touch with amar 
you can do so by going on his website finalrentals.com he can be found on linkedin as well under amar akhtar and you can find him on instagram as well under the name of entrepreneur_dubai